This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 143 of the Dressage Radio Show. Welcome to the program, which comes to you again from sunny Florida, where I visited Sweden's Tina Wilhelmsen, who recently came third in the Global Dressage Masters at the Jim Brandon Arena. Those of you who follow the show will know that I've been down in Florida for the last few weeks. So I took the opportunity to visit Tina at her training center in a quiet corner of Wellington, which offers an idyllic setting to produce Grand Prix horses. Tina, you have a lovely situation here in Wellington for the season. How long have you been coming here and basing yourself for the season of of, uh, dressage and to avoid Sweden? We came here the first time last season, so we were here last year, and then the second year is done now. And how many horses do you bring when you come over? Last year we brought nine and went home with eight kind of a good thing and this year we brought six for us and two more jumping horses for my boss daughter well explain the arrangement you have here because it really is beautiful how many acres do you have you have a wonderful covered arena behind you so you can you can ride in all weathers and you've got paddocks out the front uh, a house and and two barns let's uh, describe these barns and the layout i think it's a it's a perfect situation to train horses here uh, we have two barns and uh, my boss, Antonia Johnson, her daughter, she has two daughters here. They are jumping. They are jumping. So one of the stables are jumping horses and the other one are dressage horses. And then we mix a bit too, of course. Right. So it's all very friendly. Uh, you know, and, and you have the facilities you want for your horses. So tell us the, the uh, number of staff that you must need then. When Do you bring people over from Sweden with you? Yes, we brought two grooms. So we are about 10 people here from Sweden. And uh, then some other ones from New York coming over with Sophie Murner, who is here too, the daughter of Antonia Johnson. Well, you got off to a good start. You you get some tra- great results. So it obviously suits you being here in in Florida, not least of all with your Grand Prix horse favorite. Finished third in the World Dressage Masters. Obviously, that kind of result you were looking for to finish in the top three, huh? Yes, for sure. I was really, really happy. But I do think that the horses really like it here. It's really horse-friendly, and the horses feel so good in this climate. They are so much more soft in their body, and they really relax and likes it, compared to Sweden, where it's really freezing and a lot of snow right now. Well, a lot of people will be thinking, yeah, we know Tina, we know her in Europe, but when she's in uh, Wellington, it's a new crowd it's a new uh, support group that you have here so let's let's introduce them a little bit more to who tina really is now how did you get started in uh, sweden did you actually go through pony club did you ride since you were a child i did ride since i was a child and did through the swedish riding school that we call it it's a big 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 um, and very good education in sweden that works out really well but then when i was 16 i went to germany and i made my education there by a man called Walter Christensen. So I was there for five and a half years. And I think that's where I learned to do horses in a professional way. And since then, I, I moved back to Sweden and, and then worked with horses since then. So it was always dressage for you then, was it, Tina, when, once you became a professional? 
Yeah, professionally has always been dressage. I've always been jumping, and I, oh, I like to jump my dressage horses, but but uh, never never competition wise, and never professionally. It's only dressage in that way. So, do you jump while you're here? As you say, you share the jumping yard here. So, do you get tempted to jump as well? Well, like I don't do it anymore when they do Grand Prix, so I only have my highest educated horses here. But the young horses at home, they get to jump and play a lot. Right. Well, obviously, it's a full season for you while you're here. When do you actually head back um, with the horses that you have? And it sounds like you may not take them all back, if for last year is an example. <laughs> well, this year we only brought the ones we want to bring back again, so we're not going to sell one here. And we do go back in mid-March because I want to try to go to the World Cup final in Sertongenbosch. I'm not there yet, but I hope I will be. So that's the goal. So we leave then in mid-March to be able to, that the horses get acclimatized in, in Sweden again before we go to that show. So what else would you do then? How many more competitions would you have? We're getting to the middle of February almost. Uh, how many more shows? I have, I think, five more shows to go to. And tell us about the horses. We obviously know favorite from the, from the Masters. Tell us about the other horses that you'll be showing here. I show Divertimento too. He's 10 this year. He did this first start in Grand Prix earlier. Well, 200, 2011, of course, but in the end of it. So he hasn't done that many Grand Prix yet. Uh, but he's a lovely horse and he needs to get the experience. It's good for him to come out here and, and get experience too. And then I also brought Don Ariello. He's going to show now in two weeks. I didn't show him yet because he went the whole autumn in Europe very much and he did the World Cup, all the World Cups in Europe before we left. So he had like a time off when we came here and relaxed a bit and had a training time period. And that's kind of nice too to get in this climate too, to be able to train and get more strength. Now, do you do any teaching, any clinics while you're here, Tina? No, I haven't done that since yet. I've been fully occupied with my horses and yeah. keeping keeping busy with the horses you have. Well, um, maybe we, you can show me around the stables and we can meet some of those horses in a minute. But as I said, right behind us, we have this lovely covered arena which enables you to ride. It doesn't matter what the weather is, and it looks really perfect footing too. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. I like it a lot. It's really good. It works out good. It's a very big arena. Is it more than, uh, it's tw- it maybe 20, but how long is it? It's exactly the, the, the mas- measure of the dressage, so it's 2060. 2060. It looks, it looks longer from here for some reason, maybe the arches, but it is a beautiful building, isn't it? And was that already here then? These facilities were here, you just walked into them? No, we have been changing quite a lot. So the indoor wasn't here, and one of the stables wasn't either. So we, we were building one stable, the small paddocks where the horses go, and these in uh, the covered arena is also new. So all of this is your design, is it? Yes, it is. In one of the stable blocks here, which looks beautiful, it's so airy, it's so, you know, the airflow is great, it's light, and the stalls look really big. Did you design this? Well, I was part of it, so we did it together, of course, but it's actually a very, very good stable, and the horses do really like to stay here, I think. Uh, they relax and they can look out everywhere and the air is nice as you said and it's also kind of a light stable it's not so dark it is very very comfortable looking for them and that's important obviously and uh, the designs are beautiful i mean you've got this lovely wood on the front and uh you know the horses as you can say say can look either out into the aisle here or they can look out to the back to to their their paddocks they have the best of both worlds don't they yeah, i would say so <laughs> <laughs> so who do we have in here uh, we have, well, we brought the six dressage horses we brought, are two for Antonia, and then my four competition ones. Right, so you've got uh, some other horses that are not in competition then? Mm, yes, I have one horse not in competition, and then we have 
Alexandra Marner's two jumping horses in here too. And you also have another arena. So let's take a walk across the courtyard here, uh, Tina, and you can describe where this goes into the barn on the other side. And you've got your wash racks here on, on the left. It, the horses all seem to be very relaxed. It must be a comfortable environment for them. Yeah, I think they like it here. Or they do. They do really like it here, I would say. And on the right there, you've got a nice kitchen and tack room for, every, for everybody. And, it, you know, it's just a comfortable environment for the staff as well. How many grooms do you have here? Uh, we bought two from Sweden. And then we have uh, two here up from New York coming down with Sophie. So... They must like it here to get away from Sweden for the winter too, huh? I would say so. <laughs> How have the grooms, have they been with you a long time? What, do you, do you t- try and keep those with you? Obviously, with, for your horses, it's so much better to have that continuity, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. They're, they've been a long time with us, and we often keep them long, and I like that. It's a good team together. It's important that the whole team works out together and that we know each other well, especially on competitions, because when you come to that specific moment, you really want to have people around you that you know well. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's go across this courtyard. We've got a nice gravel uh, center courtyard piece here to go over to the other wing of these stables. Now, is this a mirror image over here, these stables, uh, Tina, to what we just walked through? Well, this was the existing stable that already was here. So we tried to mirror the other one to this, I would say. How many stalls do we have here? Here it's six stalls. And they're all occupied by Sophie Marner with her horses here. So these, this is the jumping wing, is it? Yeah, you could say so. <laughs> and some beautiful um, uh, rubber again. You know, this is so much so popular to have these rubber stalls. And again, nice and light and airy. And the horses can look in or out as well. So it's, it's, it's just a beautiful facility here you have here. Now, um, what about treadmill? Treadmills seem to be very fashionable in Europe and here in Florida. Do you, do you use a treadmill for your horses? We have a treadmill, but my horses have never been on them, so I haven't tried it yet. Because at home, we do have a big walker instead. That's what they're used to. And when we're here with so less horses, we actually walk them every day, after in the afternoon anyway. Now, do you hack around? Because you're in a gated community down here in this corner. It's a very peaceful corner of, Florida, of, of Wellington, isn't it? Do you hack them around the environment here? Yeah, sure, we do a lot. It's nice. Every day before they work, they hack around. And then some couple of days a week, they just go out. It's very relaxing for them too, isn't it, to have that. And it's safe. That's the important thing. Yes, I would say. Um, all right. Well, uh, tell us a little bit more about the, your home here. Is, based, is this your house that we're looking at uh, right there? No? Where, where, where are you in relation to? Uh, that? I stay there in the groom's quarter. Okay. Sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I stay um, behind the stables in the groom's quarter, which is nice. I hear the horses and I can really make sure that they are well. Now, tell us about your family, because you've got family, you've got children. Tell, tell us about your children. That's true. I'm here with my husband and my son, Lucas, who is 10. And what does, where does he go? To, does he have to go to school locally while he's here? Uh, yes, he goes, he's going to go to a private school for a while, just to learn English and get the social skills here. Yeah, that's got to be good for him to be uh, in, a, in another country, learning another language, and uh, you know, can take home some skills as well as uh, enjoying the horses. Does he ride? Uh, no, he doesn't ride. No, <laughs> there's a lot of other things to do here for him. Now, now, what about your husband? What what does he do to uh, the, during the time he's in Wellington with you, apart from be your number one cheerleader? Well, he is working with uh, sailing boats and racing boats, so he can actually work a bit from here too. He has a lot. Of, his brand is a lot down here in Florida too, so he can do some work from here too. 
That's cool. Does he sell sailing boats? No, not the, the equipment for them. The equipment for them. Oh, okay, cool. Well, you're in the right place in Florida, I would think. Are you a sailor? Uh, no, nah, not that much, but I like it, though. So what do you do for fun? Well, for fun, I think the horses are for fun. It takes all my time, but I do really love it, and I love my life with them. Do you get your uh, rest of your family over here to visit you while you're in the Florida sunshine? The rest of my family? Uh, no, they stay at home. Last year, my sister was here visiting me, though. So uh, let's talk about the rest of the year, Tina, because this obviously is a big Olympic year. You're hoping to make the team. I would think uh, you're feeling pretty confident right now with the horses that you have. Well, I think you should never feel confident, but it feels good and the horses are good, working good, and and they've been good the whole year. So I'm looking forward to and hoping to be on the team. Now, what is the uh, system of selection for the Swedish team for the Olympics, Tina? What do you have to do as part of that selection procedure? Well, we have a certain amount of shows that we have to participate. And, but the country is small and, and we are not that many about it. So we could rather make up the best shows for the horses to make the best preparation possible for the Olympics so that we don't compete them so much that they're tired when the Olympics come. So I could actually select the best shows that we need to do. And together with the chef de keep, of course, we decide that so that the horses get as good prepared as you ever can. Now, when you go back, you said you're making a bid for the World Cup final as well in Hetogenbosch in April. What will your schedule be with the horses that you have then for after April leading up to the Games? I could say like I have one show in a month, every month, uh, until until the Olympics. I do one show a month. Because, when do- in, because in Sweden we have to travel. I have like a three days travel to every show, so I can't show that much as I can do here when they don't need to travel. Right. Now, when do the selectors make their final determination? I can't exactly say the date, but it's pretty close. It should be pretty close because it should be the best ones at that point. Right, right. So uh, what happens to your establishment while you're here in Florida then? Do you leave any horses back home and somebody taking care of them while you're over here? Yes, of course. It's a big organization to, to get both stables going. It's still 18 horses in training at home. So it's a lot of things going on, but I have very good people at home that then have to stay and take care of that part. Well, who, who would be your jockeys then, your riders back that are back home keeping the other horses fit and in training? Well, last year I brought one of the riders from our stable, Caroline Dacor. She rode here in the small tour. She's at home now taking care of the stables. And also my stable manager, Heidi Erberg, is home taking care of the rest of the horses. So they do, the, they do it at home. So apart from, obviously, the, the sunshine, the facilities here, the lovely shows and the Global Dressage Festival, which is uh, right here in your backyard now. So there's obviously all the facilities you want. What else do you enjoy about being in Florida? Well, I think the main thing is that it's so extremely horse-friendly. It's really made for horses here. And I think my horses couldn't have a better preparation for the year than being here and training here. I think that's really everything. It's a good atmosphere to be in. So will you make this an annual... Uh, pilgrimage then you'll come over every year and base yourself in Wellington is that for the foreseeable future anyway well of course it's up to my boss to say if we're going or not but so far it's been really working out well and I think we are aiming to do it again and again I hope so well it certainly proved successful for you too Tina I want to thank you very much for hosting us here at your beautiful facility in Florida we'll follow you all the way to the Olympics and hopefully catch up with you in Greenwich okay thank you Well, thanks again to Tina for her hospitality and to everyone 
who has made me so welcome down here in Wellington. I hope you've enjoyed our coverage from sunny Florida. I'll be back up north in Kentucky for next week's show, bringing you more news, views and interviews from around the world of dressage. But for now, this is Chris Stafford signing off from sunny Florida. (laughs) 